Green Mountain Chronicles was originally produced for radio by the Vermont Historical Society in the 1980s. We're re-releasing them today as retro podcasts. Please note that any resources the podcast recommends may be out of date. We recommend you check out our website, vermonthistory.org, for the most up-to-date information. Green Mountain Chronicles number 51. High tech comes to Vermont. The growth was almost explosive and came in, in sort of jumps during the 60s and then again in the 70s. And so when you have that sort of a large growth, basically from zero to 8,000 workers in a small state like Vermont over even as long a period as a couple decades, it's a dramatic increase. 1957, and IBM brings a few hundred workers to establish a plant in Essex, Vermont, lending a boost to the state's sagging post-World War II economy. We needed a second site to do semiconductor electronics work. Harry Hill, former external programs manager for IBM. And the question is always asked, why Vermont? And and the major reason is because of the, the quality of, of workers in the state. They had, and they still have, a great reputation for quality of work and work ethic. Corporate folklore credits other factors in influencing IBM's decision to locate in Vermont, according to Michael Wilson, Deputy Commissioner of Employment and Training for the state. Tom Watson, then the top dog at IBM. In fact, he was IBM incarnate, um, having visited Vermont and knowing Vermont somewhat, fell in love with the state and decided that that's a place he wanted to be and he wanted some of his employees to be. Even then, I doubt IBM, as confident as they were and as much of a a world economic power as they were then, uh, expected to grow quite as rapidly as they did. By 1986, IBM's approximately 8,000 workers held one out of every six manufacturing jobs in Vermont. The success and rapid growth of IBM had also helped draw other high-tech industries to the state, particularly to Chittenden County. By 1982, Vermont ranked among the top five states nationally in the percentage of its non-agricultural workforce employed in the so-called high-tech industries, those using the latest scientific and technological advances to increase productivity or make new products. It might seem strange that a rural state with a small population, few urban centers, and a history of transportation problems would emerge as a center for cutting-edge technologies, But historically, Vermont has hosted other industries that were also high-tech in their day. It goes back to the 19th century when uh, Vermont was one of the premier places for uh, making rifles, and then it turned into, over the next hundred years, a place where um, the whole machine tool industry grew up. These plants, whether it was Fairbanks scale, whether it was later on Bryant Grinder and Jones and Lampson, were world-renowned. They were the leaders. But the Space Age high-tech era in Vermont clearly began in 1957 with IBM's move to Chittenden County. Then the baby boom was in full swing. Nationally, productivity was growing, but in Vermont the story was somewhat different. There was a real downturn with a lot of the key industries, including the Willow Mills, uh, closing down. And so the, the people came together to address how do we create you know, the, the opportunity for keeping our young people and providing work for the people who had been thrown out of work. That creates an environment where uh, when somebody shows up and says, gee, I'm considering uh, locating a plant there, you're going to get everybody together saying that's a positive thing. That is not the case today. There was no assumption that the numbers of people would be creating housing problems. There wasn't as much concern about the loss of farmland, 
in large part because there was a much larger base of farmland and, and uh, uh, numbers of farms in existence. The pressures of rapid growth have been dramatic in Chittenden County as farming communities turn into suburbs. Vermont struggles to hold on to its agricultural heritage while enjoying a newfound status as a thriving center for sophisticated advanced technologies. Popularly, we have become known as a high-tech area. IBM, digital, internationally renowned, and more and more smaller companies that are getting into everything from fuel control systems, navigational systems, and a, a number of other areas have become known around the country. And it is those places that will help us as a place that understands technology and a, hopefully a place that knows how we should apply technology and maintain a good lifestyle at the same time. Thanks for listening. This podcast was remastered by me, Amanda Gustin, and released by the Vermont Historical Society. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe to get future episodes and rate and review it. Please also check out our website, vermonthistory.org, where you can find background information on these episodes, as well as other ways you can learn about Vermont history from home. The Vermont Historical Society relies on support from generous donors to preserve and share Vermont's stories. During these uncertain times, your support is needed now more than ever. Please consider donating today at vermonthistory.org slash donate.